I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Marcial Fernandez on the line, and he is the Director of Business Development over at OpportunityZoneExpo.com. Marcial, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at OpportunityZoneExpo.com, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in your career and in business? Well, uh, you know, I think it actually all stems from uh, when I was growing up. Uh, I grew up here in Orange County, California, which is, I guess you want to say, a suburb of Los Angeles. And uh, for many years, especially, uh, you know, my, I guess my formative years, between the, uh, I guess, when I was in preschool all the way until middle school, um, I saw the changes that were coming to Orange County themselves. So uh, strawberry farms that were in Irvine uh, suddenly stopped to be uh, being farms and then, and then became industrial buildings. Uh, other farms that we had as far as, you know, they, they call it Orange County for a reason. We used to have plenty of oranges here, orange orange trees. Um, all that became housing, it became retail, it became industrial property. And over the years, uh, it was just something that was kind of fascinating to kind of see the the changing, I guess, of of what uh, the land use was all about. I and mean, not only that, but to, to kind of see the growth of the city that I grew up in. And I grew up in Santa Ana, California, which is the county seat, but also the surrounding areas. And I mentioned Irvine specifically because that was one of the cities that basically was, um, I, I want to say, the first master plan community in the U.S. And just to have a firsthand perspective on it uh, kind of gave me a uh, upfront view, right? In order for me to kind of see, uh, I guess the the way the real estate kind of uh, grows and how it has grown over the years. That's awesome. Um, so obviously, you've been through different transitions, different careers. We we all go through this. Um, you know, when we're just starting out. Um, there's some younger people listening that are just maybe a year out of college, maybe they didn't go to college, and they're just getting started in their career path. With you having the benefit of hindsight, of course, what kind of just general tips would you give them on, on, on starting out their career? Uh, listen, no, uh, number one, no job is beneath you. So whatever you have that pays you money, listen, that's, that's, all, you, that's all you need. Uh, number two, uh, if you didn't go to college, it doesn't necessarily uh, bar you from any unemployment these days. You know, all you really need is a kind of talent. And if you don't have, uh, if you need some special skills, obviously the community colleges are there to kind of help you out in that respect. Um, if you do have a college degree, then listen, you are not your college degree. So if you have a degree in history, you can work in finance if you really want to. You just have to apply yourself. Uh, so I guess the uh, I guess the basic adage is, uh, kind of applies. If you work hard enough, you'll actually get it. That's awesome. Um, Marcel, I wanna I wanna switch it up a bit. Let's get into what you're doing as director of business development over at OpportunityZoneExpo.com. Uh, so, what kind of projects do you typically work on over there? So, what we actually do is we're I want to say an events company. Now, um, we have a sister company that's EB Investors, uh, EB Five Investors.com, that is actually putting up an event over in Seoul and Ho Chi Minh City as we speak this week. But uh, Opportunity Zone Expo kind of grew out of that, 
and we've had uh, four events so far uh, here in the U.S. Uh, first started out in Los Angeles, then we went over to Las Vegas for a two-day event, and we just finished uh, two events, one in New York and one in Chicago, respectively. Um, we have had about 2,800 participants so far at our events, and these have included uh, funds, which are qualified opportunity zone funds. We've had individual investors, institutional investors, CPAs, tax attorneys, and service providers. So Opportunity Zone Expo basically provides them with a forum to learn about what's going on in the Opportunity Zone space. Also, if there's any updates with regards to the laws, we do have policy advisors that attend our events from D.C., and we also have uh, a big slate of uh, e either elected or appointed officials that uh, participate in our events as well. So, for example, in uh, New York, we had uh, Senator Ben Carson uh, kind of speak to us in the morning um, right after our breakfast. And then in uh, Chicago, we had the Illinois State uh, Treasurer, Michael Fredericks, speak to us uh, during our lunch uh, break. So we have various people kind of speaking on, uh, you know, their expertise with regards to Opportunity Zones. Um, and then, of course, we have all the stakeholders that kind of attend. So we also have people that not just come from those major cities, but also the outlying areas that are interested in learning uh, about Opportunity Zones and kind of get a general feel for it. At the same time, there's also networking that can be had at our events, and that's pretty much what happens uh, and has happened um, with us. So I do know that um, everybody that attended both New York and Chicago were extremely happy with the events. We actually had um, about 500 participants in New York, uh, and that was actually in Brooklyn on a Friday in August, where normally you would have mm. uh, people kind of scattered like flies in, in New York City after 12 o'clock. Uh, it being August, also people are on vacation, so the fact that we were able to mm -hmm. draw about 500 participants kind of speaks to uh, our model uh, for our events. And not only that, but also the quality of participants that, that we're able to get. That's awesome. Um, and can you define, because everybody listening might not be aware of what Opportunity Zones are in EB-5, so can you give them a little backstory on that? Sure. So just a little quick, little bit on EB-5, and then I'll just go directly into Opportunity Zones. So EB-5 is basically foreign investment into the U.S. into projects, and it's a debt play. So if somebody uh, wants to kind of come, come into the U.S., what they have to do is they have to commit a certain amount of money, uh, and that actually goes into a project, which is actually considered a loan, so it's, that's why it's a considered a debt play. So uh, transitioning into opportunity zones, let, this was part of the Tax and Jobs Cut Act of 2017, so it actually became law in uh, January 21st, I'm sorry, January 1st, 2018. Uh, two of the sponsors were Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina and Senator Cory Brooker. They were the ones that were kind of instrumental in putting this law on the books um, when it was passed. So there was broad support uh, on both sides for the Opportunity Zones and what it entailed. So what are Opportunity Zones? So uh, they are uh, economic distressed areas which are identified by East States governors for investment. Now, the way that the investment gets into these Opportunity Zones is through a qualified Opportunity Zone fund. And the only way that you can put funds in these QOZs um, are through uh, a capital gain event. So, for example, if you sell a piece of real estate um, for a million dollars, 
you know, that triggers a capital gains uh, tax. So if you do have that, then you can go ahead and, and put that money, the entire amount, into an opportunity zone. That way you go ahead and forestall the taxes you have to pay. Now, that money needs to be invested in a fund, a QOZ fund, for a minimum of five years all the way up to 10 years. Now, what that does is that within five years, it gives you a uh, 10% discount. After seven years, it gives you a 15% discount. And then if you keep it the full amount, then you get not only the benefit of the uh, capital gains discount on your initial investment, but you also uh, get the the rest of the money that is incurred. So let's say your million dollars became uh, $1,500 conservatively. I'm sorry, 1500 excuse me, $1,500,000. The $500,000 that you made is tax-free. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and, and that that um, and yeah, I want to give that backstory so people know exactly what you're doing and what, how these opportunity zones work. And obviously, that's just like literally a little bit of of what the the opportunity is. Number one, but also some right. of the, the things that go behind. I mean, depending on you know area, country, all the other things you're doing. Obviously, it gets highly complex beyond beyond the scope of our our short conversation today. But I want to give a flavor of kind of some of the things that you're doing. Um, so, if somebody wants more information, Marcia, and they want to learn more about uh, about what, what we've been talking about, what's the best way for them to reach out and to learn? Uh, the best way to reach out and learn is to go to our website, OpportunityZoneExpo.com or OZExpo.com. It takes you to the same um, site. Uh, there we have articles from CPAs, tax attorneys, uh, even, even some fund uh, managers on our site that kind of explain the subtle nuances of Opportunity Zones. And, and by the way, you know, uh, most people are kind of just thinking out there that it, this is an, only a real estate play. This actually, this actually goes towards or is supposed to be going towards businesses um, in economically distressed areas. Uh, so, but the initial uh, monies are actually flowing into real estate investments. But, you know, I have seen uh, certain instances where uh, I want to say some funds are actually focused on business creation. And in doing so, they're creating jobs within an opportunity zone, and uh, they are trying to go ahead and realize a larger earning potential with a business than you could with a real estate investment. That's awesome. Um, well, Marcia, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and the great work you're doing over there. And to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Marcia, thanks again for coming on the show.